Welcome to the Revenue Accelerators podcast, a show featuring B2B sales and business leaders. Hosted by Excelogy founder and 19-year sales veteran with leadership experience in strategic enterprise and telecom sales, Deep Trikonod. This show uncovers strategies and techniques business leaders have used to go from zero to one and beyond. If you enjoy this content, please subscribe, rate, and review the show to help us reach more people. Revenue Accelerators is brought to you by Excelogy. We help B2B sales leaders improve sales performance by leveraging our patent-pending data-driven sales coaching systems. Find us at www.excelogy.com. Enjoy today's episode. Subhash, uh, thank you um, for joining us today. Uh, looking forward to, to, to learning about you and, and Freejen. Um, if you can, actually, if you can just start with uh, kind of introducing yourself, what you're about, where you're from. So, Deep, uh, yeah, thanks for, uh, you know, like inviting me and hosting me on your podcast. I really appreciate this opportunity. And uh, so I'm the founder of uh, Freejen. And uh, we are a basically a conversation automation platform for uh, outbound teams. So primarily our product is used by recruitment teams and sales teams. Excellent. Okay. And do you, ha- do you do you target a particular size of company or does it matter or a particular vertical? Yes, we actually, I mean, um, considering our company size, uh, our sweet spot is recruitment teams. Okay. Recruitment companies, you know, staffing and recruitment companies, uh, uh, primarily based out of India. Okay. And mostly in yeah, Indian market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, we fell into this market more than you know, like uh, we. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a long story, but I'll make it short. So uh, during COVID, uh, we built a product that uh, actually records calls like this and transcribes, and give you a call summary or a meeting summary. So something like uh, Fireflies. And uh, we were always bootstrapped uh, for good or bad reasons. And we could, I mean, since I'm the sole founder, you know, I could not uh, raise uh, any VC money. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we released our first version of the product, we had a lot of signups because, you know, like I think the COVID just started. And, uh, but the unfortunate part was uh, we could not invest or at least we did not have enough money to invest in the product. So we have two options. Either you pivot the company or you shut down the company. Okay. And uh, so what uh, I saw was, you know, like there were a couple of signups. Like we used to have a lot of churn because the transcript is not of good quality and summarization, you know, bad. You know, we are talking about a few years back where the models were still, you know, very primitive. And uh, the product, you know, even the AI market was not as good or as mature as what we are now. Absolutely. The the amount of progress we we made in the last two, three years is really extraordinary. And uh, so we would say we were a little bit, uh, you know, early to the market. Mm -hmm. And uh, since we did not have money, the product was very crude. We saw a lot of signups, but we never, uh, the churn was, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot. Literally, we never we, we could not save any user or anyone who signed up for more mm-hmm. than uh, uh, you know for a couple of weeks. At max, they'll you know they will uh, make us join for a couple of meetings and they will stop the subscription or 
we had one or two paying customers but uh, you know you you deep down you know that you know you, this is not going to work out <laughs> and, and and the worst part was the transcription was so expensive back then i mean you know in two years now the prices fell really so cheap now but uh, two years uh, uh, back you know, the, the cost of transcription was very very expensive yes so if 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 we calculate the cost of making the product and you know the gross margin itself yeah it, it did not make any sense for us you know like being a bootstrap company yeah yeah it did not make any sense for us to look into the direction and um, so we had few signups from uh, recruiters and one good thing we did was uh, so we know that we have to shut down the product and we don't know what to do we thought you know like let, out of curiosity we just uh, scheduled calls with them and uh, we try to have a conversation so these are the recruiters best out of uh, us and uh, we spoke with one recruiter she uh, mentioned that she just want to have a call somebody after every interview call mm mm-hmm. so i thought you know okay let's take a look at uh, you know recruiters how they are operating in india and that started the entire cycle of uh, you know customer development interviews so i got on a call with at least 50 to 60 recruiters in india yeah and the most amazing thing was uh like most of the recruiters you know they kept on saying this repeating the same problem everyone uses their mobile phone to make calls to the candidates yes and none of the calls are logged anywhere or recorded or anything yes so there is no track of let's say if I, if i make a call today to a candidate x i come back uh, a week later and ask uh whom did i call they call this call candidate x and what was discussed during the call yes so there is no mechanism of tracking or uh, a record of uh, a recruiter's interaction with uh, candidate candidate and yeah. and the most interesting thing is um in india 40 to 50% of communication in recruitment happens over call then email yeah yeah i mean that's that's a lot actually more than email but even still even if it's 10% that's 10% of tracking that's lost yeah yeah but i mean i'm because in india is so much driven by you know like uh, people usually they discuss over call mm-hmm. and they send their follow up email yeah like if you take west you know usually most of the discussion happens back and forth emails yes yeah and uh, it's in india you know like uh, or it's on uh, whatsapp it's, it's, the, the operating mechanisms are slightly different and you know like uh, in us uh, if a recruiter has to call a candidate or a potential candidate they have to write a email you know schedule a meeting or a schedule a time slot yes in india you just you know like pick up the phone hey, call yeah we just pick up the phone and call and if the candidate is interested that's is, it is whatsapp ever used In... no, no I, i'm going to come there i'm going to come there okay okay yeah whatsapp yeah. used whatsapp is used whatsapp is heavily used but the thing is it's not a continuous communication like what you have over a call yes like whatsapp is something you know to notify or you know to just hey just call me back or something like that so it is it is not for a continuous conversation or something like you know like on a call i can ask five questions get a quick answer Yes. i can assess this candidate whether you know is interested or not yes that if i have to in whatsapp you know again it's a different ball game again yes whatsapp is used so, so whatsapp ha- is replacing the sms it's, yes. it's replacing sms and emails yes but the calling is still needed 
The calling is <laughs> yes. still core part of the operation. Fair enough. So, so okay. So they everybody had this problem that yes. you know it's and, on phone call. And, and, yeah, and now the best part starts. The best part is, I mean, see, we are, we build uh, we actually we did not build our own cloud telephony infrastructure at all. So we were relying on it, uh, uh, you know, existing player. We took their infrastructure to build our first product for our first customer. Mm-hmm. And the interesting part about this entire situation is, recruitment market is so small compared to you know, uh, uh, you know, like something like a customer service or uh, where there's high uh, volume of incoming calls. This is a very small market segment that no one looked at very carefully. I mean, it's a it's a small market. And uh, one of the drawbacks is uh, uh, the paying or the customer purchasing power is not as strong as uh, other segments. So it's all, it was always a neglected market segment. Yeah. And that worked out uh, beautifully for us. So we took that opportunity. Uh, we built our first version on uh, a third, you know, on, you know, you can say that we are competing with them right now but we used the infrastructure to build the first version of the product and when we looked at the you know numbers uh, again it did not make any sense because we were paying a lot to for the infrastructure and uh, we thought you know we are not going to be sustainable and since you know our customers are not as high paying as uh, sales teams sales teams doesn't mind spending you know like 10 rupees more or you know a couple of hundred uh, rupees more uh, per user Yes, but recruitment recruitment uh, companies they're always you know like uh, the margins are very wafer thin, highly operational uh, intensive, so they they try to negotiate as much as possible. So that made us to uh, you know to actually build the entire company to serve this market. So you build an infrastructure that is very cost effective, and at the same time it's really good, and you build a team that is again you know uh, you make sure that the customers are happy. At the same time, you're not spending a lot of money per user. So okay. that's uh, slowly we pivoted into, you know, uh, you know every six months. And uh, now we are serving both uh, recruitment teams as well as sales teams. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so so can you describe, like, you know, how many, how have you grown in the last three years as, as part oh, of Frontier? Yeah, fantastic question. So uh, another thing is we have some of uh, big customers like uh, Randstad India, uh, Skillingworks, uh, V Beyond. Um, so these are some of the you know like largest recruitment companies. There are hundreds of uh, recruiters, uh, you know, working. Wow, in India. that's awesome! Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. And I think I still believe that we have a long way to go. And uh, one of the good thing we did was. Uh, we made sure which uh, whether it's a small customer or a large customer, we made sure that they're really happy. Yeah, that's important. And that's that's you know like, uh, and another major thing was like, um, I'll just give you an example. Uh, last year, yeah, it's last year. Uh, back in January, we had an outage. The entire infrastructure went down for a week, and uh, we gave a refund of fifty percent to all our customers. And they were so happy that, you know, like someone uh, is actually paying them back because they could not deliver. Yes. We never lost a customer. 
Nice. From what point on? You mentioned early in the early in the company. No, no. We, yeah, we, see, we we lost. You know, as like any SaaS company, we lost yeah. few customers. Yeah, yeah. But even after that, just imagine you take a product and that product is out for one week, and yeah. it's affecting your entire operations. But yeah. still, you decide to stick with that company. Yes, that's huge. That's that huge. Said, yeah. Yeah, that gave us big, you know, like morale boost. Even though it was a disaster for a company. I mean, um, so how, how long was the outage? That for a week. For, for a week. one whole week, you had an outage for one you... whole week. Oh my gosh! I, 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 no, no. One of the uh, as I said, you know, like first thing we did was look for some customers. We refunded money. Uh, you know, for you know whoever paid mm-hmm. us, we mm-hmm. refunded and said, look, you don't have to pay us. Or for some, we said, do you want refund? Some some did not. Okay, some just said, look. We don't want refund. We understand, you know, you're a small company. Uh, just get it fixed as soon as possible. We understand that, you know, like these things, these things happen when you're just growing up. Yes. And and I mean that's that's one of our big milestone as a company for us. You know, it may look very, uh, you know, like a blip, but it it gave us a uh, confidence that we're in the right direction. So, so I'm going to go back a little bit because I'm, I'm still curious on how you solve this problem. You said everybody uses phone calls. Correct. So, so how did you overcome that challenge when people are using phone calls? How do you track those? No, that's, that's, that's exactly our selling point to managers. So we have, uh, we have two pitching. We pitch, us, uh, we pitch two ways to users and uh, managers. Mm-hmm. So for managers, our pitch is simple. Look. Just imagine you track each and every call your recruiters make. Yeah. You know exactly why a recruiter is effective and why a recruiter is not performing up to his potential. Yes. And you need the data. And you get the data only from us. That's amazing. But so you're tracking phone calls. You're able yes. to track phone calls. Yes. Wow. That's and, awesome. Yeah. We record uh, both inbound and outbound call and you get a metri- uh, metrics on a very detailed level uh, for every manager. We send a daily report. Uh, so, for right. example, like you're a manager, next day morning, you will get a complete report of your team of the previous day. Mm-hmm. So, whatever they did on the previous day, the manager will know next day. That's fantastic. And that's... yeah, they have data to compare and improve the process. Yes. So, that's our selling point to the managers. Now, coming to users, we had some initial hiccups when adopting um, our product because now they feel that uh, you know their managers are tracking them and they feel threatened. So we have to even you know convince the users that this is the solution for them. So our solution again, simple. Look, you don't have to duplicate your effort. If your colleague makes a call to a candidate and you don't have to call the same candidate, all you can do is just listen to the call and understand whether this candidate is good enough for your position. Yes. yes. Now in India, do you have to tell them that the call is being recorded? Cause here in the States, you have to tell them that the call. Uh, yes. So in India, you don't have to tell them, but if you, if you don't mention, or if you don't take their permission, it is not valid in the court of law. Okay. So there's, but there's, but you don't have that exposure. Yeah, yeah. So we give an option for all the teams to, you know, so whenever a user makes a call to the candidate, automatically we play a message that this call is being recorded. 
we give that option but some companies don't want that call to be played and we checked that whether it's a li legal liability there's no legal liability to inform the other party that you have to take a concert but you cannot use it so it's fascinating i have so many questions <laughs> about yeah, yeah please yeah please you can so, ask so because the call the, the cell phones right that we call we have our own phone number so is there a conference bridge that they call into to then from there they call the candidate or right. so we give a virtual number to every user mm -hmm. and that number is used to make and receive calls Ah, uh, okay, okay. So similar, sim like, uh, so here in the states, we have something like Google Voice. We have different. Yeah, 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 exactly, way. exactly. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. So what, we're a work solution. Ah, work. excellent. Okay, okay. That. But, that. but I, I, I never use the generic words when I'm explaining my solution. Yes, yes, yes. No, it's absolutely. all about. Yeah, yeah. It's all about what the customer. It's the problem yes. is and what the solution. The solution, uh, yeah, and how easy it is for them. Exactly. Yes. See, I mean, it's it like uh, when I'm discussing with my family, I just say that, look, it's just like a, you know, the same Indian movie story. You have a hero, you have a villain, you have a yes. hero. I mean, no matter, you know, like how many decades, the same story is being written. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it always makes money. So we are like that. That's but I, 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 Do you have, can, like, go ahead, go ahead, please, please, please. But I can I can tell you how we are different from existing players. Yes, fantastic. Yeah. So how we are different is we are not just a calling solution. Where we do very well is two things. We help recruiters or sales teams having more conversations with their contacts. Let's let's imagine that you are a recruiter and you try to reach a candidate. And when you made a call to the candidate, candidate did not pick up the call. And most of the times, candidates won't pick up the call because it is unscheduled call. And uh, people don't like to prefer picking up calls, you know, from unknown number, especially, you know, if they're busy or something is always on the mind. Where we help is the recruiter can send a WhatsApp message, a customized WhatsApp message to the candidate saying that, hey, Deep, this is Subhash from uh, Frisian. I'm trying to reach you for an open position. If interested, please call me. Yes. Now, this is where we help recruiters and salespeople to have more conversations with their contacts. So, so just you, imagine. So your tool is the WhatsApp number. So they call that same number back. Yeah, exactly. Then, okay. That's the awesome. same number can be used to create a business WhatsApp account. Okay. And, and, and recruiter doesn't have to expose their personal number. Yes. On, on a single device, you can have a business WhatsApp and That's as the well best. as a WhatsApp. That's so, the yeah, yeah, both the numbers are, you know, like totally two different systems. You don't have to expose your personal number. So, what you're doing as a recruiter is you're calling and you're leaving a message, like how you leave a voice message in US. Here, we're leaving a WhatsApp message. Mm -hmm. Now, the best thing is the candidate knows, okay, I received a call, I received a WhatsApp message, it's a personalized message. Probably if I'm interested, I'll just engage in conversation with him or I'll call back. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact that if I call back this number, I'll reach a recruiter. Yes. So that's how we are totally different from existing players. Yeah. So what, what our existing player does is they just help in calling. Yes. So, so that's how we are going to, you know, how we differentiate ourselves with existing players. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So... 
and you can customize you can create your own templates for different is it, scenarios is it is it multilingual meaning like for the different languages of india or is it mostly in english that it's so mostly in english okay mostly in english i was going to ask how the transcription I mean, works across across like, no no, no, I can, no, no that's a different story no no we we are not touching transcription in this product okay okay so we i mean you know like uh, i know that we can still do transcription mm-hmm. but uh, most of our customers are just happy with calls Okay, just go call data. How long did it last? Who yeah, talked? Yeah, yeah. Like okay. Yeah. So I mean, um, Indian customers are still price sensitive. Okay. Because uh, I mean, if you so look can at can you uh, can you share roughly like with the service cost? Like how what is your pricing model? What's the yeah the pricing model? Got it. Yeah. So the we have two plans: standard plan and uh, pro plan. So the standard plan is. Uh, 1300 indian rupees so which roughly translates to uh to uh around 14 dollars per user per month yeah and the pro plan is uh, uh 1800 rupees which roughly translates to 17 dollars per user per month okay and then we have couple of add-ons like we have something called the auto dialing yes so let's imagine that you have a list of contacts you want to reach out to you can upload your contacts list to our platform and we will sequentially con- call all the contacts all you have to do is just pick up the call speak with the contact and once you're done we will give a 5 second break or a 10 second break whatever yeah. you choose okay yeah. and we will call the second person excellent so it's like yeah. an sdr i don't know if you like which which actually this gets me into my next series of questions so it's it's sdrs for the the recruiting industry Basically, it's like our tool for, uh, for exactly, for... yeah. And okay. uh, so, the interesting thing about this market is, recruitment industry has never there was no tool built specifically for recruitment. That the yeah. industry has always adopted a tool from you know like hey tech sales this can be like yeah yeah this can be used here so let's use it yes, but there is no tool made specifically It's for recruitment for industry yes so that's where we come in. and what we do is other way we build for recruitment industry and we find use cases that are okay we can okay it can use be used in sales yes we can use in campaigns so now we have interest from political parties because we have election well, coming any, up next year any b2c sale yeah can use your tool so if they're selling yeah so that that makes sense absolutely um Okay, I have I have a question personal question now. Um Yeah, sure. How, I I in kind of looking you up in your background, you have a master's in bio biology, but then yes. you switched to this software development sales technology <laughs> for recruiting. How did yes. how did that how did that evolution take place? Wow. Wow, that's a fantastic question. Um so <laughs> when I was in grad school at ODU, uh my degree was in biomedical sciences and uh, i used to work in a lab where we used to uh, build cancer treatment using nanosecond electric pulses and uh, i used to work with uh, you know like combining this nanosecond electric pulses and uh, nanomaterials and uh, is i mean i i even now i still love research but what i realized is uh, as the nih funding this was back in 2011 uh, 9 to 
I think it was during the first uh, you know presidential term of uh, Obama. So back then, what they were doing was the funding for NIH was decreasing year by year. Okay, and uh, a lot of biomedical or who are in sciences, pure sciences uh, grad students, they're spending a lot of time as a grad student or a postdoc. Mm. So back in seventies, eighties, and I don't know even nineties. Like if you did a, a grad, uh, you know, if you do your PhD and worked as a postdoc for a couple of years, one or two years, uh, there were a lot of opportunities for you as an assistant professor or, a, you know, a lot of academia roles. Yes. And uh, by looking at that, I said, okay, I don't want to be in academia. Let me find something in industry. And uh, one year I worked as a research associate and uh, one of my mentors suggested that, hey, I, I, I would be more fit for a BD role. So then I jumped into sales. So I was selling uh, instruments for a startup, basically, again, nanotech world. But I was always uh, interested in startups. And uh, I want to have, you know, I, I mean, this is something like a childhood dream. You know, I was start a company, scale it and see what, what I'm really capable of. And uh, what I realized is, except software, you pick any industry, it needs a massive investment. Yes. In my opinion, I mean, I may, you know, I may not have all the data points. Uh, at least based on the information, what I know, software is one unique industry where, with uh, a minimal investment, you can build a massive, massive, massive. Absolutely, business. yes, hundred percent. And 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 the rate of scaling is, you know, if you if you can really hit the product well, uh, you're going to scale. So. So that made me realize that hey, if I if I if I if I started a biotech company, I need at least a seed investment of ten million dollars. So I said, let's do software. Then, uh, as I as I was telling you earlier, I used to live in San Diego. Life was very good, and uh, but I always felt that you know I I I'm not happy. You know that itch. You feel that you know I have to do something. So, I, I I lived as a child, uh, like in my early years in San Diego as well. What part of San Diego were you in? Uh, Black Mountain Road. Yeah, yeah, near Mesa. Miramar. Yeah, yeah, yeah near Next, yeah. To, next to the um. So you lived there, or you? That's where the office was on Black Mountain Road. No, no, I, I, I no, I used to live there. Uh, do you remember this uh, Indian? Uh, yeah, Shiva Vishnu. There's Shiva Vishnu Temple there. There's a Surti Fasan. Uh, there's the, 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 yeah, the Sai Baba Temple and uh, uh, on Miramar Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Mountain so, and Black Mountain, Miramar and Black and Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. I used to live there. The corner, okay. Yeah, it's a. It's, the apartment is still. Uh, it's, it's called uh, Black Mountain Apartments. Okay, yeah. Black there's Mountain a storage Mountain. facility there across the street. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's it's it's. Uh, I used to love San Diego. I mean, my best uh, best part of the week is you know going for a hike on uh, Torrey Pines. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. So I graduated from Mesa High School, actually. Oh, really? Wow. It's yeah. <laughs> so right there. <laughs> wow. So do you have any family back in San Diego? Or no, no, unfortunately. So um, I'm an only child. And so my parents moved back to Pune. They they moved here to the States in 68. And then they had moved back wow. to India in 2003. And then since then, unfortunately, they've since passed. But, um, but yeah, so I grew up in San Diego. And wow. um, but now I'm in, like I mentioned, I'm just a little bit up the road. I'm in Orange so County. So uh, you should probably should be in Irvine, right? Irvine, yes. Yes, I live in Irvine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I used to have a couple of relatives in Irvine. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it, the housing boom is crazy in Irvine. 
it's right ridiculous. all over all over it's ridiculous like we can't we my wife wants to move but it's too expensive to go anywhere so so then we're kind of stuck <laughs> we can't we can't even afford our own house at this point so um wow but it's wow. but it's good enough enough about me the whole p- point of this is to talk about you guys uh, yeah, yeah. No, again yeah so coming back uh, i mean I, again i'm coming back to the same old story again I, again i believe that you know like uh, by looking at things how is uh, how things are progressing in india i believe that india is the future i think moving back uh, was a good decision in long term so Maybe you left in, you you left us in 16 is that right yes Yes, and then, correct. And then, and that decision was because you wanted to start something. Yes. Or, okay. Excellent. Yes, I, I yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it sounded really crazy. Why would someone leave a job and everything and move back to India to start something? And you know what's the worst part is, nothing worked out in sixteen. Nothing worked out in seventeen. Nothing worked out in eighteen. <laughs> I think I think that's the path. That's like a rite of what do they call it? Rite of passage for uh, for entrepreneurs is that you have to. Uh, along the way the being in india i think you can empathize with me just imagine you left a, a oh, good 100%. thing oh 100% no uh, your parent your parents will not understand <laughs> no no forget about parents you know parents are you know you can convince them oh, what about the extended family yes what yes, about the yes. cousins the community yes absolutely it's like you're a failure i mean, I mean even now you know um I I think I still feel that uh, I'm like the you know black sheep of the family. No one in my generation actually uh, started a company, but I don't know. I mean, it's okay. You know, I'm happy with uh, what I did and what I'm doing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm 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 actually um I respect because on your LinkedIn profile you you have from 2016 to 2019. tried and failed to build different software products the fact that you actually acknowledge that on your profile i love it <laughs> I, i have i have so much respect for that so it's really oh. like because i think that that is that it's a necessary path because i've i've some i have a similar path actually in in doing what i'm doing and i've tried i've done different software products myself and i wouldn't say they failed i mean they they did fail in the end obviously i'm not living off of them but um but they had legs i think i lost interest in trying to keep them alive is what ultimately happened and so but yeah i think they i mean in, in the end of it is they did fail i like otherwise i'd still be doing them you know no, no I, so. i'll i'll tell you the best part of my story is not even that the best part of the story is i could not build a team mm. that's hard too that's I, I, the, all the, the steps I, 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 I was looking at my Slack, uh, you know, the users list. There were 163 people who left Freejet. Oh wow! So we were using Slack from the day one. You know, like I was looking at all the old people that who had worked with me for part time, or worked with me for a couple of months. So, like, literally, I was uh, building, you know, finding that right team, seven, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and something worked out in nineteen. That's awesome. Now, has it been free gen the whole time from sixteen? Yeah. Or... Okay. Okay. I mean, what is wrong with keeping the same name? It doesn't make no, any no. sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I was yeah. just asking. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those other software products were they also part of free gen or were they different? No, no, no. Is there no. anything? I mean, what, what, I believe that strongly that name doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's well, wrong you. with having the same? What's what? Yeah, what's wrong with same name? Anyway, yeah. it's a failure. No one cares. <laughs> 
<laughs> but can you, so, so your journey took you through the same, like, was it has always been in the recruiting space or has it been other solutions or for other verticals? Um, yeah, no, so one of the thing is like, uh, that's a good question. So currently uh, what happened was uh, recently we started international calling as well. So we just expanded from market from India focus to uh, global. Okay. And and still we are serving the same uh, market segment. Recruitment firms based in India that have both domestic and international staffing. Mm. So then the so, international users, so then you do, you, you support US-based calling and all of that as well? Yeah, right now, yes. Oh, that's excellent, okay. So like, for example, uh, I can give you an example like, so we have a couple of customers like VBON and TechVision. They have a domestic division as well as the international staffing division. Yeah. And when they are happy with our domestic division, you know, they are using our product for domestic division. Now, it's very easy for us to upsell to the international staffing division. Yes. Yeah, Once it's it's a land and expand strategy. You land exactly. and you... Exactly. And that's what we're doing with other companies as well. And so it's starting. Have you hit the at the point of where it's kind of starting to? Yes, it's it's getting a little bit tighter and tighter. You know, like uh, I mean, if you look at you know web service providers in Google uh, search in India, we are the top. I think we are the number one. Oh, fantastic! So far as our biggest problem is handling uh, the demand, not about serving the customers. Our biggest problem is the current. I mean, I may sound a little bit cocky. But trust me, we have other problems to solve. Our, <laughs> well, that's our, a great our... problem. I lo- I'd love a kill for that problem. I think most, most. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Kill for that problem. Yeah. And one of the things that we did, at least uh, I took a conscious decision, is invest heavily into SEO. Invest heavily into SEO. We never ran an ad so far. Mm. We never ran a single ad so far. Neither in Google ads, no ads. SEO, email marketing. That's it. And you're still on a Google search for VoIP. You're still number one. You, just SEO. Yeah. Just SEO. Yeah. You can try. I mean, I can show you numbers. Yeah. I wonder if it changes, though, in the States versus... Yeah, yeah definitely will change. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But thank you, yeah, Subhash, sure. for, for your time and, and sharing this with Sorry. me. Yeah. Um, please, if you can, please send me um, your details and I'll share them on the podcast, your contact details. So how do people get a hold of you? Um, what's a good, Perfect. like, is it via phone, via email? Um, actually, yeah. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Subhash. Email. Email. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. If you can share that with me and I'll, I'll put that on the, um, on the podcast. Sure. Thank you much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check us out at www.excelogy.com.